On today's show, Ford drops big hints why it wanted a new CEO. A new study predicts that ride-sharing will cause car sales to collapse, and Dodge finally releases the price of the demon. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show that's researched, written, and produced for people who want to know what's going on in the global automotive industry. We're starting to learn more about why Ford Motor Company decided it needed a leadership change. At a press conference at the company's headquarters yesterday, the chairman, Bill Ford, said the company needs faster decision-making. With the auto industry evolving so fast, especially the move to mobility services, Ford needs to move faster, making complex strategy decisions. Next on the list, he wants clearer communication to employees and investors about the company's vision of where it's going and how it's going to thrive in the future. He also wants a culture change where employees feel good and energized about coming to work every day. While both Bill Ford and his new CEO, Jim Hackett, praised outgoing CEO Mark Fields, it's clear they felt the company was taking too long to make decisions, did not do a good job of communicating where it's headed, and that employees were losing their sense of community at the company. And here's one of the reasons why the Ford Board of Directors may have felt they needed to take drastic action. A new study by an independent think tank called Rethinks is calling for the end of the auto industry as we know it by 2030. The study predicts that transportation as a service, that is, ride-sharing and car-sharing with autonomous cars, will drop the price of transportation so much that the size of the U.S. vehicle fleet will drop from 247 million vehicles in 2020 to only 44 million in 2030. It predicts that annual manufacturing of new cars will drop by 70%, that mainstream cars with gasoline engines sold to individuals will drop to zero, that car dealers will cease to exist, that global oil demand will drop from 100 million barrels a day to around 70 million, they predict that the price of oil will drop to around $25 a barrel and that oil prices might collapse as soon as 2021. We here at AutoLine do agree that mobility services will drastically disrupt the automotive industry, but we don't agree it's going to all happen by 2030. What do you think? What if it turns out these guys are right? Coming up next, the Fiat 500L is practically sales-proof, so Fiat just went out and redesigned it. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. Hyundai and Kia are being investigated for not properly conducting recalls related to engine issues which led to three recalls totaling 1.7 million vehicles. The company says it has conducted recalls in compliance with U.S. regulations and procedures. But in August last year, a Hyundai engineer flew from South Korea to the U.S. to warn regulators that the automaker should have recalled even more vehicles. In fact, this is turning out to be a major whistleblower case. You might remember that this is not Hyundai and Kia's first problems involving recalls. It had to pay over $17 million in 2014 for delaying the recall of the Genesis cars to fix a brake defect. 
Sales of Fiat's biggest vehicle, the 500L, have been going nowhere in the American market. It's only sold 399 of them so far this year. But it just introduced a new version in Europe that we don't think looks as dopey. Fiat says 40% of all the components are new, including reworked front and rear fascias. A new model called the Cross features a suspension that's been raised 25 millimeters, that's about an inch, and they've added front and rear skid plates. It seems that Fiat wants to move the 500L more into the crossover territory. The interior has been reworked slightly with a new dashboard, steering wheel, and instrument cluster. The new 500L will go on sale in Europe later this year, but no word yet if it's going to be sold in the American market. Well, speaking of FCA, we finally have the pricing for Dodge's newest muscle car, the Demon. It starts out at just over $86,000, including destination charges. That's about $20,000 more than a Hellcat. And some of the extra goodies, or luxuries in this case, are not going to break the bank either. The passenger seat, rear seat in leather or cloth, and the trunk carpeting can be had for only a dollar each. Even the Demon Crate, which is filled with race parts and tools valued at $6,000, will only cost you a dollar. Just when you thought that Volkswagen was coming to the end of its diesel woes, another shoe drops. And that is coming up next. Lear Connexus is the new application suite in vehicle connectivity designed to deliver over-the-air software updates and more from Lear Corporation's eSystems, leaders in power and data management. Yesterday, we reported that Volkswagen's repaired 2-liter diesels are flying off dealer lots in the U.S., but in Europe, the diesel crisis keeps getting worse. Earlier this month, German prosecutors launched an investigation into possible stock manipulation by its chairman, its CEO, and former CEO. And now Reuters reports that a French watchdog claims that the company made over $25 billion selling cars with cheating software in the country. It says VW also saved about 1.5 billion euros by sidestepping regulations. And if VW is found guilty of stock manipulation, the watchdog calculates it could face nearly 20 billion euros in fines. And that's on top of the 20 billion in fines and penalties it's already spending in the United States. Elon Musk believes that electric semi-trucks are the answer to hauling cargo around the country. But Toyota is placing its bet on fuel cells and recently began testing a hydrogen-powered semi-truck in Southern California. To learn more about that project, we're inviting Sheldon Brown, the executive program manager of Toyota's Advanced Fuel Cell Project, to join us for this week's AutoLine After Hours. That ought to be a great show, so be sure to tune in live at 3 p.m. Eastern Time on AutoLine.tv. Anyway, that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching and for making AutoLine Daily a part of your day.